After thousands of hours of practice and years of training, smoking irresponsibly is no joke. I torn the pectoral mu muscle completely off my shoulder. I had the kneecap blow over to the left side of my leg. I had surgery five times, five times, five times, five times, five times in my left knee. My tendon got torn off the bone. I could hardly lift my leg anymore. With every smoke I take, my body, my career, and my life is on the line. Don't risk yours. Please, smoke responsibly. And welcome to this episode of Weed and Wrestling. Today we watched NXT take over in your house. Although I hope NXT... Well, actually, no. I would really, would really like to see what NXT would look like in somebody's house. It'd probably be a freaking mess. But <laughs> The house would be destroyed. There'd be like 50 windows broken. But and... this set did get used a few times. It wasn't a complete even, house wreck. They even brought back Todd Pettengill. I didn't think they'd bring that. I thought he was dead. <laughs> Because they think, just never I, talked about I him again. I honestly thought there was a hoax that went on with him dying like a like a while ago. Yeah, like the Sergeant Slaughter yeah, one yeah, yeah. that everybody thought that he just died or something like that, mm -hmm. or the Ric Flair one. Yeah, uh, and then all of them confirmed it, and Todd Pettengill was like late to the party and yeah. was like, hey, what's going on? Like two weeks after it originally posted. Mm -hmm. Oh, yo, Nick, the scar on your hand kind of looks like the Nike symbol. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. I said that earlier. But looks so, like a sperm cell. Um, you're an idiot. It does. It doesn't look like the Nike symbol. The it, it doesn't have that little point at the end of the curve, so it looks like a sperm head. <laughs> and now he can't unsee it. But NXT in your house is pretty good. Uh, they had, but with a retro opening, except with the NXT logo fitted mm -hmm. and Todd Pennington coming back and them running down. Like, you know, the stuff that led to the show and all that. Uh, first match was a six-woman tag it was, between Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, and Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae, Raquel Gonzalez, yeah. and Dakota Kai. Yeah. It was a pretty good match. I like how Shotzi came out on her little cute tank. I love her. And her tank is fucking awesome. Especially the Botchamania GTA thing that they did with that. That was really nice. <laughs> But this match was good. It was a very solid opener. Yes, it was. Uh, so, who did you guys have in this match? I had the faces going in. Yeah, I had yeah. Uh, Yim, Knox, and uh, yeah, Shotzi. The faces. Yeah, I had to agree with that. I, All right. Me most memorable part of this match? Probably, uh, for me, probably when, uh, you know... Tegan finally hit a sh the greatest, yeah. shiniest wizard. The, the, yeah, the shiniest that's how great it is. I can't Mar even speak. And, and Morrow tried to. He tried so hard to get over it, it. and it's just like, dude, to, like. Yeah. But he's not the person it's to like, do it. It's like not, not that he's not the person to do it. I don't think he is. It's just that uh, a lot of people don't know that's her finishing move because you know this is like her actual real time getting TV time. Yeah. You know, because of all after all the roadblocks and injuries and stuff, so yeah. I'm glad she's finally getting it. But uh, finally getting the pin on Kai after you know Yim and Candice just brawled into the garage and we never saw them again. But everybody else managed to come out of the house yeah. fine and didn't see them until later on. And, and then, they got they got dressed in the house again. Remember, like Mia yep. Yim and like yep. they came out. Yim came out in like freaking like a uh, sweatpants and like Timberlands. So hot. Anyway. Her attire was also based on the uh, Black Panther thing, which is really cool to see, too. Yeah. 
I, I actually sp spotted that to them. It, I'm just like, wait, isn't that the, like, because at the top no of the shin pads, yeah, everybody thought it was Black like, Panther. Yeah. Well, in retrospect, Killmonger from Black Panther. Yeah, well, then again, you know, the There's, gold yeah, was so used. so many variations yeah, of that suit. It's just like the gold thing. His father had gold and he used silver and it's yep. just really confusing. And but he had purple. But the message the behind it, mess. considering, you know, the times actually helps too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, from there, we went into Finn and uh, Damian, Damian Priest. Priest. Which, in, in retrospect, might as well have been a stairs match. Well, there's just that one spot. Yeah. Because, uh, well, no, he did use the stairs, but to drop him of a sidewalk yeah. slam on the apron. Wait, actually, hold on. Let's go back to the first match real quick. Okay. Uh, rate it one out of five. One out of five? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, uh, 2.75. Yeah, I, I'm going to give it a solid three. Like, I'm not yeah, saying it's, the, say it's not the greatest thing. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever, but it was good. It, it was, was a good match. It was also a really good opener, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it's a solid three. So, uh, Prince versus Devitt, what was the most memorable part of Did you just say night? Prince versus Devitt? <laughs> Prince <laughs> versus... All right. Yes, okay, let's yes, get this sorry. straight. Devitt not, is, well, is well, in, the, in Japan. Well, and let's also get this straight. I am not cutting that part out of this segment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dang in here. This <laughs> yes, is forever and ever and ever. Okay, so in the match with Finn Prince versus, versus Devitt... Finn up. versus Priest. You see, Prince came out, and then Devitt <laughs> came out, and then they kind of realized they both looked alike, and then, you know, Brandon realized he fucked up the rest of the segment, so. But Finn Balor versus Damian Priest, most memorable part from uh, that match. Probably when Damian just got yeah. dropped on the steps, yeah. and it was like, and it's and like it he fell back. No, it wasn't just full back, it was full back. Like splat, and then because of the impact, he overrolled it, and then he hit his head had a, like a little like foot drop, because he fell off the stairs, yeah, onto the floor. Yeah. So I was like, uh, got ooh, like that was probably the most memorable moment besides Finn deciding to stomp him out twice so, for the win. So, who did everyone have going in? I had I Finn have, with this. I, I had think Priest. We, I, yeah, oh. we all had Finn. Well, you you have oh yeah Priest. Yeah. Oh, you're an idiot. Yeah, I nothing mean, against Priest, nothing but it's just like they Priest, really they missed really the opportunity start... with it. I think if they were going to, uh, this is something they should have done earlier. They should have. I feel like he, I feel like it would have been done more slightly better if he had like had gotten like the NXT like North American title at one point. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been like better. Like if you're the person to beat like Dream uh, for it back plus, then. No, that plus now he's he's just starting to reach the limelight. Yeah, now like, he, he's just stepping into the spotlight. Yeah, it, it's not his time yet. Although at yeah, least I they had at least the end of the match, it had the good tease with Finn doing the little like pistols and him just launching the arrow slow yeah. as hell from the corner. What I was think I was thinking more of like this is a way to give him a big push, like to. Show that we believe in this guy. Yeah, because this is the most high-profile high match he's had since then. Yeah, and maybe this, or Finn maybe Ballard at least the triple the biggest... threat match between uh, him, Dijakovic, and Keith Lee. Yeah. But he's got Balor on his resume now. It's. Yeah, it was a good match. I, 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 it was a really I good really match. I really want to see where Priest goes from here. As Punishment Martinez, he was a monster. I really want to see this Damian Priest just reach its full potential. I thought it was going to be something with uh, his feud with Dunn, but it just kind of, like, yeah. you know, it kind of fizzled out, and then the browser weights kind of went from there. So, yep. uh, so uh, one out of five, what do you give this? Uh, 3.25 stars. I, I would have to agree with that. Yeah, 
I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go three point five. It was good. It was good. Uh, up next, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship. Otherwise known as the first mistake Nick made on this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we, so, so, so the, I so, had Keith Lee so, going so, into so, this match. So at this point, at this point in time, I am 2-0, and oh, about to be 2-1, and one, as you'll hear in a minute. So I had Keith Lee in this match. I did too. And I Nick, did not. You had Johnny Gargano. He's yeah, like, so I think he could pull it off. And I knew it wasn't going to happen when he hit the same DDT, like the slingshot over the top on Lee after the stab with the key. Yep, that's when I, I knew thought. It was I, over. I, I'm like, I'm, I saw that. I'm like, no, he did the same thing because to beat Ricochet for it. And I'm like, it's not going to work on Lee. I, and I'm like, he, I'm like, I know he remembers it from how he beat yep. Ricochet. And he's like, I'm like, I'm looking at him. He's in a seat. Like, yeah, they about to feel stupid. He kicks out. I'm just like. Really? <laughs> and he's like, fuck. And yep, then the barrage of super kicks, and he's and like, I and it's just it. like him panicking 2K. <laughs> yeah, fuck, he kicked out <laughs> my finger. Sure. Super kick. Super kick. Super kick. Super kick. Oh, this button's broken. It's time for another super kick. Oh, look. Kick out. Kick out. Kick out. And wait, guess what? Guess what? Kick out. Kick out. And I called it. I called it in the beginning of the match when I saw Johnny put the key in his trunks and the referee just, just ignored just it. Ignored it completely. You're just gonna forget that he just dropped like a pair of keys, whether it's car keys or house keys. It doesn't matter. It's keys he put in his trunk next to his dick that he then shoved in fucking Keith Lee's eye. Let's talk about sanitary right now. Poor taste. <laughs> But I really dug uh, Keith, uh, both the attires today. Uh, oh, yeah, especially Lee's. Yeah, so Gargano came out as uh, the, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. And Lee came out of, like, Black Lives Matter, Matter movement. Yeah. Which was definitely something that stood out. Even had it mm-hmm. on his trunks and on his jacket. Yep. And it was real cool to see. Uh, but then, like, you know, Spirit Bomb. And then the freaking Greatest Mass Destruction Nuclear Bomb. Whatever the hell Mauro Ranella called it. It had, like, four <laughs> words in the name. That's the it longest did. finisher I think, I've ever heard. I think heard. it's called the Keith Lee Slam or some shit. I've heard so many things. I've heard, like, uh, the Ground Floor, which is probably the funniest and best one I've heard so far. Ground Floor, considering how big he is and everything. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. I don't even remember what Mauro said. It was... It, it was it's too long, Mauro. Find something else. Please. Uh, so... If I had to rate it? Yeah, one out of five. I'd say three and a half. I was going to give it 3.75. I'd say three and a half for me. Yeah, I gotta go three and a half. Because... Can I make a suggestion? Sure. Huh. If you rate it one to ten, you won't need these weird decimal points. It's fun with the decimal points. We do it because they have like the match ratings, like you know, one to five stars. Like you know, the people who really give a shit about what Dave Meltzer says. Oh no, that's something that's just they people rank matches like I mean, that. Even in the game, they have it like that. I mean, we're it all, just kind of stuck. I mean, we're all stoned. It's just we're following Dave Meltzer. Well, it's not we're following him because we're not gonna rate a match six or seven stars like an idiot. And if any one of us does decide yeah, to do that, you're gonna get hit. And then fucking saying the saying the rating system has always been one to ten. Okay, to get to to talk about that for one second, I know like his highest rated match ever was I think uh, Kenny versus uh, 
Okada. Uh, Okada's, like, their last one, which is, like, seven stars. Okay, yeah. to make that actually make sense, I would say this match is five stars, but this is the bearer for, like, the most perfect match. This is what a five-star match is. Everything is perfect, bar none. Like, there was no mistake. Perfect match, whatever. That's what his comparative should be to uh, five stars. Like, okay, uh, is this match as good as this? No. Okay. Is it as good as this? Eh, yeah. Okay, then it's five stars. Mm-hmm. That's what he should have done. Yeah. That's simple. We're not idiots. We yeah. can simplify that. Yes, we can. So, uh, three, so honestly, three and a half, three and a half stars? 3.75. Yeah. And in my opinion, I up until uh, Cross versus Ciampa, I thought this was match of the night for up until that match. The main event was actually my favorite match of the night so far. I... I thought that match was good too, but uh, I just felt I, I, that for me personally, because that's something I wanted to see. I gotta agree with the three point five area. Okay. All right. So up next, Cole versus Velveteen Dream, uh, last chance black lot brawl for the NXT Championship. But the stipulation is uh, this would be if Dream lost, this would become his. Last chance as champion while Cole is still NXT champion. Yeah, which like leaving, call, which is code word for call up. No, it's code word for it means that he can't. He can challenge for the title, but as long as uh, Cole has it, he can't. Like if mm. somebody beats Cole, he can. Mm. So it's pretty much like you know, like if I beat you, you're off the rankings. But if somebody beats me and there's a new champion, well, you're back on. So it's kind of like okay, main roster. Thought, they could send them back down. You never know. I, I thought this would. I thought this mean uh, Dream was winning, but I didn't have Dream in this match. But the way it sounded like they could mislead. They could. Really, I thought they, they like, could go with, us. go with that trope that they always go with. Oh, if you beat me, I'll put. If you face me one more time, I'll put my career on the line for the title. Well, it's not even. And, it's and not even with that. that we it's will be career. right back. Hello, and we're back again. So, Guess who's back? Back again. Shane Brock is back. back. Fighting men. <laughs> Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? <laughs> but, so as I was, what I was saying before we took a little break for um, the Velveteen Dream match with Cole, I thought they would go with that old trope. Like, no, like the career on the line. Thing. No, not even that trope. Because you know, most of the time when someone says they'll put their career on the line, that person's going to win. Mo- majority, like, storyline-wise. I've seen it quite a few times where that didn't happen. I mean, you know. Oh, there were some times where, like, they there put No, like, the, like in the, from, like, the 09s or 08s. Actually, no, from, like, 06 onwards, there have been quite a few situations where it's like, oh, I put my career on the line, like, I'll lose. It wasn't towards, like, you know, maybe past at some point where they start to... Have a few people win for like the feel good thing, but what made me think they could have swerved us was because everybody was talking about like, oh Adam Cole's championship is uh, a championship contract is gonna expire in uh, August and how he was at Double or Nothing because Shivani took a picture with uh, him and Nyla and you saw him in the background then he took it took it down cropped out Cole and put the picture back up and everybody's like uh, saying like. Uh, how Britt said he wants to go back and how close they all are and it's like one family and it'd be cool to have them all there and I'm like there's no reason for him to leave yet 
And I like there are people on like Instagram and all over. You know how fans are like, oh my god, he's gonna go to AEW, and I'm like, I love AEW too, but no, that's not gonna happen. Undisputed's the best thing that's ever happened to NXT for a long time. Yeah. I don't know where we, we where NXT would be without it, to be honest. Right now, exactly. I don't know we, if we could even have War Games if exactly. it wasn't for them. And honestly, because they've been in know, all three. Because now I don't even know if you think about it. Say Undisputed does split, right? Mm-hmm. Cole is the golden son of that group. Where do the other three go? Well, is it going to be Think like a bu- could it be like a bullet club type direction where like Roddy kicks him out and assumes leadership himself considering they had been feuding at one point before? Yeah, could be. The biggest one, the biggest one to question would be O'Reilly and Fish. They, sho- they showed up with Cole. No, they never I- straight up they never straight apart from Cole. Well, hold on. Well, here's How the thing. would they do on their own? Well, here's the thing. They actually debuted before they were with Cole. Yeah, they debuted uh, to break up the match in uh, Brooklyn 3, and then they showed up to help him beat up Drew in, uh, at the end of the match at mm-hmm. Brooklyn. But with this match... No, I'm I've, talking about uh, even before what? that. With what? They had uh, uh, Cole and o- O'Reilly actually had two singles matches before they had any match. Off topic as hell. <laughs> this, no, I was saying. But... Yeah, he was not leaving NX. He was not leaving NXT, and then it was revealed like a few days ago he signed like a three-year deal. Mm. The only thing and- I thought that could happen was if he loses, it's because he signed a three-year deal, and they think that it's uh, to swerve us. Because it's like, okay, he signed a three-year deal. Okay, well, what if we have him drop the title to Velveteen as a shock factor? Now everybody's gonna be like, is he leaving? Did he really sign a new deal? Now people are going to be talking about him. And then have him be taken off TV for like... Yeah, they could a, do that. A, like one to two, maybe you three have, months. You could sit him off TV until like the takeover before SummerSlam. No, the takeover of SummerSlam and whoever wins. That's what I mean. That's when he could come back. Yeah, and then shock everyone by attacking the champion. But right? like, uh, that's the one thing I thought they were going to do in this match. And uh, they didn't do it. Of course, Adam Cole came out in the one of the coolest trucks I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. With the yeah. like undisputed theme and everything. Yep. Uh, Dream came out in a Lamborghini Aventador, dressed up like uh, Negan from yeah. The Walking Dead. Which I thought that was fucking that awesome. Was and he didn't even use the bat, which I'm slightly disappointed. Well, he in. did, but it was against the car. And even the oh, yeah. and the setting just fit for it. Some of the stuff. Some of the stuff. I still think it was a. I still. I still think it was a missed opportunity when he was looking for Cole inside the buildings, and he's like, "Little pig, little pig, let Let me me in." It was a missed Missed opportunity. opportunity. I'm like waiting for him. Like, is he gonna say it? Can he please say it? Can he please say it? And like, he finds the door that's open. I'm like, here it is. Sprays in the face. I'm like, how's your one shot? (laughs) Little pig. Like saying little pig, little pig. Guys, he's shaking the doors open, and when he finds the door, Cole is hol- like holding closed. Or oh, I thought like, they were gonna do like, that iconic let meme. Me in. Or I thought they were gonna do that iconic meme where you have like Jason looking through the house, and it's just like where he's at, and he's like Adam Cole, and just here in the other room, baby. Because you know he kept saying Adam Cole while like looking into like Billy's, like Adam. I'm like when he found the one that was open, I'm like it's either gonna be little pig, little pig, let me in, or it's gonna be like. Adam, all right, Adam, call, and you just hear him with a extinguisher, baby, and just sprays him in the face with it. <laughs> they I was had expecting two, one. They had two things to do. They had two things. They to had do, two, and they failed both of them. <laughs> Dishonor. Oh God. One star. Let me. Say. <laughs> 
the fuck? One dude? star. Let me stop. <laughs> I'd give this a good three and a half but stars. No. Yeah, it ended after he hit him with like a... Uh, oh, yeah, it's Brandon's favorite move. Canadian destroyer onto another object. Go fuck yourself, you asshole. Uh, the joke is I hit him with... Okay, I'm God with Adam Cole in 2K, and I've hit him with uh, Panama Sunrise onto a chair, onto a ladder, and through a flaming table twice. I'm God. Anyway, uh, what would you rate it? One to five stars, Nick. There was so much to that match. It was funny as hell. Especially when <laughs> Fish and Roddy came out. and then all. Of a sudden, oh yeah, Dexter just kidnapped Dex- him. Dexter, let's just ignore the fact that Dexter Loomis just two, threw two men in... in so the trunk of some random schmuck's car. And just drove off. And just drove off. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah. right after the match is over, I'm like, okay, can we please start the investigation into the kidnapping of Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong? Because we just watched them get kidnapped on but, live television. But uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Dexter was actually Samuel Shaw in Impact, in case you don't know who some guys are he before like they come Ron to WWE. He looks like on steroids and with nice hair. Yeah, just about. But uh, ratings one to five. I give it a solid four. Three and a half. I'll give it a three. Cause, solid. Because there were because there were some issues like with the some of the lighting. It wasn't just really the yeah. lighting. It was the camera angles. Yeah, the camera angles. There was like there's like some cuts that didn't work. There were some cuts like, that were like almost unnecessary. Like when one person was crawling on the ground, you'd have mm-hmm. the camera like on the floor and it's like, that's just one person. The other person's standing and you have to look up at them and it gives the it, light from a different it, angle. It looks like you got two people like passing a camera back and forth, like just presuming, assuming positions. At yeah, and you would always see like a silhouette because the light's always behind somebody. And also, on the floor. Plus, and also the cuts. The camera quality, I don't know if it was meant to be like that. It looked kind of grainy. It looks fine to me. It looks fine to me. Yeah, I would say Only that. when they went into, like, when they started to move towards the buildings yeah. and they had, like, less lighting did it yeah, start to get grainy. It got grainy there for maybe, like, a minute. A lot of lighting issues, and then there's the too much light issues when the camera was angled down at the ring mat. It got more better after, you know, they got into the ring and shit. Yeah. It was more or less when they got away, but it was, like, it, it was still better than the last man standing match we got at Mania. Not that it was bad, but... Uh, definitely knew when to use the cuts better. <laughs> yeah, but also sometimes there was like a lot of cuts. Like there. Yeah, like this match did have a lot of cuts. I'm like looking at. It, I'm like that was just like five cuts in like not even a minute. Like yeah, yeah there were some. There were like a lot of these matches had those like sequences where there were like five different cuts all at once. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, there's a. I'm like cut, cut, cut. I'm like, what's with all these goddamn cuts? Yeah, I think I was saying that to Nick, but Nick doesn't pay attention to when any of us speak. It's like they're just fighting on the side of the ring. They're not even moving. They're just throwing punches at each other. But, like, every time someone lands a punch, cut, cut. Well, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I know. It wasn't like that. It was like a few moves and cut, and it would just, like, go to a different angle of them cutting and just moving to, like, another image of them fighting that they had set up. And it's just, like, the angle you had was good before. So, but, yeah, I'd, five, I'd say three. Yeah. Three and, three and a half, maybe 2.5. I mean, 3.25. All, uh, all thoughts factored in, camera, lighting. It was still good. I'm not saying it that. It was match. just that the camera, like, uh... Not that it lost it for me. It was just like it was something that I noticed a little bit yeah. too much. Yeah. 
too many swapping of the camera angle. And this. All right. So are you sure you want to give it four stars? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to drop it for that. I, I think I'm going to go at the 3.25 mark. Okay. So, so the next match. Champa versus Karrion Cross. First of all, that entrance was fucking dope as shit. Like fall and rain and shit. And it's just like, like his gimmick. It's like, I think that might be one of the most fitting entrants for like a character since Bray's like one. Yeah. And Scar- especially Scarlet. She enhances it. And it's her yeah. voice that are, that's singing it too. Yeah, her like freaking, first of all, if you've never met uh, Scott Bordeaux, sweet human being so and her care and how she was in impact i'm glad wwe let her keep her character the way it is and killer cross is what they should have done in impact but didn't for obvious reasons but scarlet bordeaux she did pretty good for like the first few months she was there and then drama started besides that so First of all, I like how they really had uh, Carrion freaking dominant almost like the first like twenty yeah, percent of the match. And this is where I done fuck up a a run. Cause yeah, like I knew he was gonna happen for like all the knees and shit. Yep. Uh huh. But like I he was had... throwing him, it was almost like watching Lesnar, except exactly. more agile. I had I had, I had Champa had... going in. Same. I had cross. I was the smart one here. And my predictions are all logged in the chat and all of you know it. Yep. And it's all right there. Print. Yep. We know. No, I'm saying that for the people who don't know how spot on my predictions were. But I I was not expecting Cross to be that dominant over someone like Tommaso Ciampa. I knew it was gonna be like but more dominant people thought when, like, Champa entered the ring. And I'm just like, look at the fucking size difference between these two. And, and Champa's a big dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen Cross, they said, is uh, six foot four. <clears throat> and I think Champa's like five, uh, five, nine, five, ten, mm-hmm. maybe five, eleven. So pretty much almost my height. Well, meanwhile, Cross is like almost freaking Blaze's yep. height. Yeah. yeah. Except, like not as, except not a lengthy palm tree. Yeah, just like a wall. <laughs> but Berlin style. Like he threw Champa around. Like it was almost uncomfortable. I'm like, yo, this almost reminded me of when Brock was killing Cena. Like he's I, just uh, throwing I, him. I, I was also thinking of uh for NXT bases, uh Kevin Owens to Sami Zayn. Yeah, that was a good that's a good example for that. Like how like it was just like but it wasn't exactly like that because it went to, you know, him just the match is getting stopped and this match didn't get stopped he actually just choked him out with a choke like hold that literally trapped his arm and shit yep. and he's already bigger than him and he has his legs tra- both legs trapping your freaking arm and he's choking you out with his other one yep what the hell what the hell are you gonna do <laughs> what <laughs> the cross jacket I don't know, but those but great name. First of all, Scarlet Bordeaux and uh, uh, and Karrion she Cross. didn't even get involved. Either. Yeah, it was but, a clean match. But her and Karrion Cross, like forgetting their uh, relationship, like them together, they look 
good together, especially. And they've never been wise. used together before until this like time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were never used in uh, Impact. Well, not as a couple. Yeah. No. So like it was actually done perfectly here, and this was also known as I think uh, what was it uh, mistake number two for Nick. I think three. Let's, no, that was three. Because if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, it's three because you know it's what, Velveteen. You, you know yeah, what, third you, greatest mistake of Nick's. You know, prediction. at the end of this whole thing, because I'm losing track, we'll run down one more time who got what. Yeah. I, yeah. Th- I think I said I had Chapo, but I really think I had a I know cross. For a fact I can't I fucking lo- remember. I know for a fact I lost this one. Yeah. I, know I got I, it right. I, I know I think I, I liked. Uh, I think I had Carrion. I'm not sure. You said you had Champa. Yeah, you said Champa. I'm not sure at this point. I'm sure you're not. But we heard you say Champa like a few times. Yeah. I think during the match I said I had Carrion, but I think you said it during his entrance like a little fucking (laughs) fanboy. Yeah, that just shows I had uh, I had him, but for some reason I thought I had Champa. No, (laughs) that does not count. You had Champa. Shut up. So then. Alright, everyone. One to five? One to five. Well, this match was pretty short, yeah, but it was sure. still good. It was... It was... Oh, it was uh, I can tell you. It was six minutes and ten seconds. Wow, it didn't even hit okay. ten. Um, but first I'd say lo- 275. For I, those two minutes, it was still pretty good. I give it, it, th- I give it uh, three stars. Yeah. Because not just because of what was happening in the match. Like, the character building for... Kill- uh, Carrion Cross and Tommaso Ciampa like you're gonna have to kill him to fucking beat him unless your name is Johnny Gargano well no you gotta remember this is the most decisive loss that Ciampa had and it came in less than 10 minutes and this yeah, isn't yeah, Carrion's first match no, either if this was Carrion's first match I would have been like okay like I might have given it a third but I already saw him kill another dude like a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with a 2.5 honestly. I'm like on I'm still on 275. It was still a great match. I mean, it was a good it, match. I'm giving it a 3. Okay. And so. then finally, like you squash Champa in less than 10 minutes. Like, he, no. he could be going up to the main roster. Oh god, I hate that we're talking about yeah. NXT going up to main roster and it's not a brand. It's so redundant and stupid. Exactly. Unless you're gonna send people down, it's stupid. It's not even a brand, it's still developmental and you just don't wanna say it. Yeah, pretty much. So, final match, it was Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai, or as Eulis like to put it The greatest match ever. Let me stop. <laughs> no, as Eulis would describe each person in the match, Io Shirai is Goku. Rhea Ripley, Vegeta. Oh and yeah, and Charlotte I called Flair. Charlotte Frieza. <laughs> and I'm like, you're either with Goku, Frieza, or Vegeta. And Brandon chose Vegeta, and he chose wrong. Nobody chose uh, Frieza except probably Joey. Um, and uh, me and Nick chose Goku, and that was probably the one thing Nick actually was glad he got right. <laughs> Bet your ass I was. Oh, this was a good match. It was probably one of the best three ways for women I've seen in a while, actually. Because, like, uh, the three ways that women have for a while have been, like, either awesome or kind of hit or miss. The Women's Survivor Series one, not that it wasn't a good match, but I did it fit as the main event. But, like, this one, this match was good. I like yeah. this. It looked like there are several points where people could have won. Yep. There are points where Rhea could have won. There's Several points where it looked like Charlotte was going to retain. Yeah, and that 
would pissed all few friend fans off. <laughs> yeah, like uh, let's see, there was the Riptide off the top row. That was dope. There was the uh, Natural Selection, which EO sold epically. And then uh, Rhea having EO in her submission hold. Yeah, having her in the prism lock. EO diving off the set. Oh yeah, after she got thrown through the window. <laughs> and I still, th- I still say missed opportunity. You should have had breakaway glass. Yeah. If there wasn't no pyro, Barber, you should have had breakaway glass. Barbershop style. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, fucking the ending where EO hits the moonsault and knees Rhea in the head. Yeah, because she had her in the figure eight and nobody noticed until I said like, yo, like she straight up kneed her in the face. And they're like, really? I'm like, look at Rhea's face. I smack. I saw it and I'm like, oh shit. And then when they show the replay, I'm like, okay, that's a concussion. And it was literally perfect timing too. If you look at it, it's like she has to, Charlotte would have to break the hold and literally try and break it up and she's already bridged so she doesn't know what's going on until like the last second so it was actually perfect too and they teased the moonsault earlier on yep it just didn't happen because Rhea came in but you know Charlotte is apparently delivering the most stiffest chops I've seen her deliver so far in her freaking career she was chopping the damn crap out of freaking Ripley and then you remember how Physically, they're slapping and pushing each other on the outside before they made their way to the set. Yeah. Like, good lord. But, thank freaking God. Nothing against Charlotte, but it was just like, you had her on all goddamn three fucking shows. Yep. In like a yeah. week. How, how many times has uh, Charlotte been champion now? Too damn uh, long. For what? NXT champion? Like, overall. You're talking about, like, for most of her, how long she's been champion? Yeah, like, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, like, all those championships. Well, if you kind of look at it, she's been, let's see, last year, she was champion two different times. And, uh, I think the year before that, it may have been three. I thought it was, like, four last, the yeah, two years ago. Fighting, that's when no, last year it was, uh, with the title. last year it was, uh, she beat, uh, what's it called? Asuka to win hers. That was the first one she got last year. And then uh, she lost it to Becky in the main at Mania. And then uh, she won it back from her at Money in the Bank. Yes. And I think she lost it and didn't get any title until... Oh, wait, no. She had three title reigns last year because she beat Bailey for it. Mm. She beat Bailey for it, I think, at Hell in a Cell. So yeah, she had three title reigns and Bailey turned heel and beat her and then she didn't have the title until she beat Rhea. So yeah, for last year she was champion three different times. And the year before yeah, that I think it was like I, five. I think I was like tired of seeing uh, I don't think it was the year before that. Anything. I don't think twenty eighteen it was five. It's just that she held it for such a long time. In like yeah. twenty eighteen. Because yep. like tw- she held it from like most yeah, of twenty eighteen all the way until like uh until she got cashed in on by Carmella in 2018. Yeah. And then I think she won it back, like, later on. But... So, hold on. She is a... Uh, two-time NXT Women's Champion, one-time Divas Champion. Well, we know how many titles she's won. We're looking at title lengths, but that's too no, I was detailed at t- anyway. I was looking at uh, t- how many titles she's held. Okay, she's well, held 12 titles. Wow. Well, I already knew she beat... Uh, uh, Stratus's record. Yeah, now they're trying to make her beat her daddy's. Oh, God. It's like... Uh, it's just... 
it's it's like uh nothing against Charlotte. She really, really is good. It's just that she's almost overly pushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like okay, if she stays like in the top position for like a while and stuff like that, or she's just like the bearer and she's like helping put people basically, I really think it would help if she was to have like the title, if she was gonna have it to do like an open challenge thing. Yeah. Because it's like you're giving other people airtime and shit, and that's always a good thing. And you'll get more matches out of it, and you'll match with people's more styles, and you'll get even better from that. Mm-hmm. But uh, her NXT title run was still... was. Uh, I, say, I prefer her first one over this one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a much better... Not that, I, not that I haven't liked her as NXT champion this time. It's just that the first one was better, because at least there was, you know, defenses... That were not DQ. I love the I love the crowd reaction. You don't go here. And she's like, I made here. <laughs> no, she made it for that for her generation. Yeah, NXT has changed a lot from then. Yeah. Like the style has changed. It went from like, you know, like a homegrown guys and some indie talent because they used to have a lot of guys that were just their own now it's just you know either new japan's mid card pwg's greatest or some from ring of honor yeah that's literally what usually it is or Or some that were or or japanese joshis or some that were not really big stars on the indies but had some kind of like little buzz going yeah or tna yeah you know like joaquin and all that but uh, it was finally great to see fucking EO have her goddamn moment. Absolutely. I don't know what I would have done if Charlotte actually won this match. Mm. I don't know what that mean. What I would have meant for NXT if she would have won it. Yeah, because it's like nothing against Charlotte. I want to hopefully see her stay in NXT a little bit longer, just so you know she could actually have more better matches in NXT. So I could look back on this like, okay, at least she had some good matches on the way out. I guess. Yeah. Or, like, she can just stay there. But it's just, like, they go to the Charlotte well a little bit one too often. Way too often. But it's it like was... I get annoyed when I see her as champion. And also, this is the first women's main event NXT had since Respect. Yeah. And that was, like, five years ago. That's hard to believe. Where has time gone? Holy shit. But, actually, today makes ten years since the Nexus debuted. You yeah, and, uh, the original NXT. Yeah, that yeah. was something. That was yeah. really something, actually. I wish they were still around. White hot. They were, never seen anything. It was like NWO almost. It was. But yo, they there was actually plans for them to come back. I know. I yeah, they're supposed to come back at Mania. But uh, with this match main event, will you get it one to five? I give it a shot, solid four. A four? Yeah. I follow that. No. Three point seventy five. All considered, EO's champion. I'll give it a four. For me, I say three point seventy five, just because of like the styles in it, and also it could have been hyped up more. I feel it would have yeah. meant more if, like you know, uh. EO's first one-on-one against Charlotte didn't end in a DQ. Yeah. Because it's just like, what if Charlotte's so good, why is she getting herself DQ'd? At least we know what her favorite weapon is now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah WWE's version of going hardcore. A kendo stick. 
It's not even WWE's version of going, well, we already had blood in the show. Adam Cole bled after he fell onto the damn windshield. Yeah, yeah that was good. That had me going, ah, oh, God. You and then they bl- and they showed on it, and I'm like, they focused on it. And I'm like, that was a treat. <laughs> They're just giving us a treat. So I'm like, okay. But this one, like, uh, I feel like for me, it would have been five, uh, not five stars. It had to be a lot to be five stars for in a triple threat, too. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, if it had to have been four stars, I'd say it had to, like, you know, had more put into the build. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't really even about Shayna until Charlotte got herself DQ'd against Ripley. Okay, first of all, why are you getting yourself DQ'd against EO if you're that damn good? Mm-hmm. I would have taken, like, you know, like a draw if yeah. it was done right. And NXT has done a few draws. Yeah, they have. But it was still great. I love, like, the big celebration they had. It's finally EO's freaking moment. Yep. Uh easy to say that she's kind of really a face now even though she did turn heel this is the whole heel thing yep but it does fit and everybody loves her to death including me waifu number two so who's waifu number one who the fuck do you think Asuka <laughs> yes obviously who's number three Hikaru what what, what? you list pretty much has dibs on all the Japanese girls no 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 I got Tegan Knox too <laughs> Hey, hey, I get hey. That one's different because at least I followed her in WCPW when she was Nixon Newell. Because her feud against B Priestley was freaking good, so I know my shit. But so, this show was really good. So, if you had to give it a grade, what would you give it? Whole show one five. Yeah. The whole show, show one. Four. Whole show one to five. So, we're rating the whole show as a whole. Yep. Four. All right. Yes. Yeah. Solid number. I, I agree with that. So now let's go down the list one more time and see who fucked up where. Okay, oh, the predictions. Ah, uh, this doesn't involve All me. Right. Have fun, guys. So. Number one. Me, uh, Mio Shirai. Mio? Mio? Mio Shirai. Well, you want some Mio with your water? Sorry. Mia Yim. Uh... Shazy Blackheart and Shotzi. Shotzi, sorry. Botch. <laughs> Shotzi Again. Blackheart and Tegan Knox were the winners of the first match. Okay, I got that one right. I have it so right. So did I. So we're all one and one at this point. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor and Damian Priest. I had Balor. You Balor. had Priest. Yeah, you had Priest. Shut up. You Wait, said Priest yeah. earlier. You said Priest yeah. earlier. You lose. Dishonor. One, one. He's one and one. I'm still tied with Eulis at two and zero oh at this point. Yeah, that's about to change. That's about to change real quick. Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano. That may, that puts me at two and one. Here's me. where things normalized and Eulis took the lead. <laughs> and I have and now I'm at two and two. Uh, Cole versus Dream. I and had that's Cole. What puts me at two and two. I had Cole in this one. It just seemed so obvious. Four and one. And then uh, Karen Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa. Me? You only named four things. How are you four and one? No. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, three and one. There you go. He's low-key trying to make himself look better. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Sorry. No, you didn't. Kind of like how you just forgot that you said Priest and Ciampa like several times. So Karen Cross again. defeats Tommaso Ciampa. I had Ciampa. Yeah, now you can say it. Three and two. 
Yeah, that didn't end well. Next time you're getting your shit in writing, so we can literally <laughs> say, like, everybody else can go on their word. You, we have to have it written down. Mine was already in the chat, so it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> and it was from yesterday. Uh, and I didn't then... do my predictions until about three hours before the pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. So, and now, Io Shirai, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley. Io won. I had Ripley. That puts me at three and three. I had Io, which puts me at three and three. I had Io, which puts me at six and oh. <laughs> and that is undisputed. <laughs> Boom. Uh, but hopefully y'all are safe. You are enjoying this quarantine and you are supporting each other and you're being there for one another. Also remembering that Black Lives Matter, I'm not afraid to say it. Go ahead and preach it. That's it. There you go. I'll save the rest of it for, you know, days where I actually can rant and it's not nighttime. <laughs> yep, there you go. So until then, enjoy. Thank you for joining us. And would you like to give the final discretion? Smoke weed every day. No, not you. You're not... Oh, no, I was doing that to lead into you. No. I don't... I can do a better... Ashley can give a better introduction than that. The freaking floor cleaner right there can give a better introduction. It's, Plug called, it up. A, it's called a vacuum. Yeah, floor cleaner. <laughs> Plug it up and turn it on. I'm pretty sure it has something to say it's about wires. the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Future has come a long way. Well, you, you were impressed with the with the self opening garbage can. No, no, no. I'm not impressed. I'm gonna I'm gonna literally get terrified one day and hit it and break it by accident, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> Because I'm going to get, like, I'm going to forget that it opens. Because it's like a motion sensor lid, for those who don't know. You have to, like, put your hand over it. And for some reason, it won't work for me. And it's like, I have to put it, like, right above it. Like, I'll give an example right freaking now. Like, nobody say anything. Nobody say anything. See it? I have to be, like, on it in order for it to move. I've seen people put it, like, four feet above it. <laughs> And that. <laughs> anyway, they didn't see well, that. Thank God he starts work Friday. Anyway, after thousands of hours of practice and years of smoke sesh, smoking cannabis irresponsibly is a stupid thing to do. After years of training, accidents can happen at any time. I once tore the kneecap to the other side of my leg. I once tore the pectoral muscle completely off of my soul, my shoulder. I once had surgery five times, five times in my left knee. My tendon got torn off the bone. I could hardly lift my leg anymore. I once tore my asshole open by hitting a, bron a bronco buster in the corner. With every move I make, my body, my life, and my career is on the line. Don't risk yours. Please, smoke responsibly and remember to actually remember how to fuck to pronounce words and not stumble like I did. God, fuck, you see, bye.